Hello and welcome to the Stoked on Spokes podcast. 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 Wait, like SOS? Well, it's about fight, rides, gear, races, community, and so much more. This is the Stoked on Spokes podcast. Let's get rolling. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Stoked on Spokes podcast. Today I'm joined by Jess Hess, Megan Gerke, and Stephanie Zwerner from the Lady Nar Shredders out of Columbus, Ohio. Ladies, how are you doing today? Doing good. Just got just got off work and the weather's really nice and ready to go off for a ride. Yeah, same. Spring has sprung, thank goodness. Took it long enough to get here, but really looking forward to all the exciting things we have planned to go play outside. I am doing great. Uh, it's a little, it's a gloomy day today. It's been a great day. I, you know, every day I wake up, I'm grateful. In case someone doesn't know, who are the Lady Nar Shredders? We are a group that started in 2013. We're an all-women's cycling group. We're not necessarily a club. We're just like a little bit more than that. We're, we are a team, but not like at a professional level or anything. We have a cyclocross division, a road division, and a mountain bike division. And all, all levels are, are welcome. We have, we have women who um, are completely brand new to cycling. I've never, you know, done a race ever all the way up to ladies who aspire to be professionals and have gone on to, to be professional. One of the things that I like to share about LGS um, whenever I'm talking about it with someone new is that we are a group of women who just love getting together and riding with one another and, you know, socializing, but pushing ourselves and our fitness. And we come from all walks of life. We have mothers, we have teachers, we have lawyers, we have a rocket scientists and everything in between. So it's just really great such a diverse group of women um, that share such a passionate love for cycling. Lady Nar Shredders to me is a all women cycling team that's based in Columbus, Ohio. But not only that, I see more than just that. It's, you know, strong, empowered women that want to grow the community and cycling and be your best friend, you know, on a ride or, you know, be in competition. I think it's a team that's extremely powerful. You know, like this honestly is like the strongest all women cyclist team I've ever met. Not only because I know of it and it's based in, you know, Columbus, but I mean, it's, it's just incredible. Like these women are, are just so strong and beautiful and, you know, they have so much passion and cycling and they're, they're there to help you, you know, and be your best friend and be, be your partner. They're great. I mean, it's such a great team. I, I feel inspired every time when I'm around them. Um, tell me about yourself and what your disciplines are. Oh, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not one of the rocket scientists. <laughs> I, I am the, I just recently stepped into the role of team captain, which is really exciting. But before that, I was the cyclocross captain for a bit, co-hosted with Ryan Gam to put on the LGS Red Kite Beach Party. And then shortly before that, I, I kind of wore a lot of different hats. 
thankfully I've been able to re reassign some of the positions that I was in. I was recruiting, onboarding, running the Instagram and Facebook, managing a lot of the sheets, the requirements and and helping the ladies kind of keep up with those. So I have turned all of my hats into one and uh, now I just, I run the team and help Melanie and Stephanie and Jess and all the other leadership ladies run their positions. Megan does such a fantastic job being the team captain. We're so privileged to have her. She's so supportive and so kind and just does a great job being the thread that keeps us all going and keeps us together. Um, I joined the team maybe four or five years ago and just started getting involved from a leadership perspective with our event. Our team puts on a monthly ride that's open to all women or women identifying folks or binary folks. And we just go out and do, you know, 25 to 35 miles on a Sunday morning. And so I started organizing those rides and then recently stepped into the role of road captain. So I exclusively ride road bikes, pure roadie princess, but maybe one of these days I'm getting a lot of pressure. Maybe I'll start dabbling into some gravel or cycle cross. But I just love road riding and encouraging people to get out and race, uh, whether it's the long format road races or crit races or omniums, and then putting on our annual training camp. So once a year around the springtime, the Lady Nars Shredders will rent the biggest Airbnb that we can find. And typically we've gone out to the mountains of Saluda, North Carolina. This year we're changing up a little bit. We're going to Bloomington, Indiana. But either way, no matter the location, the focus is on spending time together and spending time on our bikes. So we'll go for four or five days. We'll put in a lot of miles. We'll climb a lot of climbs and, you know, just really bond as a team and get our fitness levels up. It's always a fantastic time. So look out on our social media. We're headed to our training camp 2022. It's coming back after a two-year hiatus due to COVID, but we're heading out in mid-May. And so I'm sure you'll see a lot of content on our social media. We have a blast. We really start to get strong. Uh, My role is social media captain of Lady and Arch Basically run the Instagram and Facebook feeds. I capture the ladies on rides. Uh, you know, collect any content to post from races. I know we've seen a lot of ladies on the podium lately, so that's exciting. Uh, but just keeping it up to date, fluent, inspiring to not only other women in the cycling world, but just other cyclists around here and, and so forth, so forth on um, other than here. But yeah, so that's my role. I am really hoping to race this year. So that is one of my goals. Because I technically started leading our triggers two years ago. So, and that was kind of on the Ed COVID. And after that, you know, everyone was coasting through that. I felt like there wasn't a lot of races that were popping up. And also, I only have a road bike right now. I'd be more fluent into doing road racing. Uh, but I, my goal is to get road racing and also cyclocross race in this year. I remember being around when LGS was just starting to form, and I've kind of seen the a lot of iterations. Where is the team right now, in your opinion? The team right now, I think, is really thriving in the mountain bike department. We've managed to triple 
our mountain biking team this year, which is really, really exciting. Between Denise Sinclair and Melanie Lowe, they're just absolutely smashing the representation in mountain biking, recruiting, keeping us involved. So we're definitely, we definitely have pivoted in that direction, just sort of naturally. I don't know that every year we don't really have a focus. Oh, this is going to be really race heavy. This is going to be really clinic heavy. But I think that's the beauty of this type of team is it's very flexible and it's very responsive to the needs of the year. So, you know, this year after, after the two-year hiatus, we did come in with a little bit of a theme in January when we had our team meeting. And my thought was, you know, okay, just being being out there and, and representing and showing that we're we're back. There's a pretty even focus on getting back to our bases of you know, trying to have a road clinic, trying to have a crit clinic, trying to have have these clinics available. I don't know that they're all going to happen. I think over the next, the, the, the five-year plan in my mind is to kind of get us back to, back to the basics of being that contact point for the female and women community in Columbus to get comfortable racing crits or comfortable approaching us just with questions or comfortable joining the team because they're interested in trying to race. Yeah, like Megan said, the team tends to evolve with its membership and what the members are interested in at the time. So like we really picked up on gravel racing in the past couple of years. So we've got a lot of girls that are really strong gravel racers and I'm sure will start showing up in, you know, large numbers and on the podium once the gravel races start. So that's an exciting development. And yeah, just like, you know, seeing like what people are interested in and you know, organizing it and putting it together and showing up and having fun. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of see the team being built not only in mountain bikes, but just like a variety of ladies coming on the team. I, I think it's more mountain bike now just because of, I, you know, I think Mel uh, is a great ambassador for LGS and she is on, you know, mountain bikes most of the time and she is our recruiter of the group so I think she is always looking for awesome ladies to join LGS I think that's where we get a lot of the mountain bike girls but I I just saw two new ladies come in uh, that ride road so I'm really excited for them as well but I do think mountain bike on LGS is blooming more than ever you know that I've seen even before I joined the team so I think that's awesome to get those girls out there and shredding in, in the in the woods and the dirt I love it you know they're they're very passionate I met most of them and they're awesome ladies there's been a lot of excitement for the newer ladies that we that have joined over the last few years who haven't quite like been able to race they've been talking a lot about crits like it's right now it's crits 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 and mountain biking too I think it's really nice to because when I joined the team, it was all it was all road. That that's kind of nostalgic for me to hear women so excited about crit racing again. And we've got a pretty nice schedule lined up. You know, there's there's the rattle, and then the Columbus Wednesday crit. What is it? Orient, kind of all lined up back to back. And it seems like they get they start out less aggressive and get more aggressive throughout the year. It's kind of naturally. And uh, so I think I think we're really set up for success. 
this year in the crit department too for local racing for ohio racing is the format still the same when it came to mentorship like i believe it was years ago where you know you have this mentor with your newbies and kind of taking them along as they uh they join the team yeah um so when you join the team you it's it's optional you know you don't you don't have to have a mentor i'd say at least 75 percent of our ladies request a mentor after you are interviewed and you talk to melanie melanie kind of gets a sense for what kind of riding you like to do so if you want to just be strictly road or just strictly mountain bike or if you're interested in a couple of things we will then pick a lady who kind of fits that profile so that way you have someone who will do both road and mountain bike with you and show you the road show you how to get signed up for your first race talk about first day race expectations there's a lot of nuances to racing that some women don't think about i mean when i joined the team i there was a lot that i had no idea about until my mentor explained it to me things like show up two hours before your race so that way you have time to pre-ride like I never would have thought to do that and I'm so glad I had someone to explain that to me and the knowledge base and the, the the just the general support of the team it made my intro to racing a lot more fun and a lot less stressful you can't talk about leading our shredders without talking about Paradise Garage. What does Paradise Garage mean to you ladies? I think Paradise Garage is they're 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 wonderful. They're our, they've been our main sponsor for years and years and years. I think that the relationship we have with them it it allows us to ride and 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 train with the PG Racing team and it also allows us to like co-host on some things, work with, get, get more and more in depth with the local, with the local scene. We just recently hosted the gold sprints and without paradise's paradise garages help, I don't think we could have had such a successful event. Yeah. I love PG, you know, it always feels good coming in there. It's a great bike shop and they've been so supportive of the team for so long. It feels like you know, they're one of us and it's great. You know, we have our holiday parties there. And like Megan said, we just hosted gold sprints there and it was a lot of fun. They're always accommodating, you know, they hook us up a little bit, which we love. And yeah, I can't speak highly enough. Paradise Garage is awesome. I love first that they're located here in Columbus, Ohio. And I appreciate them so much just, you know, performing Paradise Garage racing, but also, you know, kind of spinning off Lady Nar Shredders in a way that, you know, they are sponsoring us. Like, I think it's incredible that we have that source here and not only for benefits, but just to know that, you know, they, they're very supportive and they're there to help if we need it. And it's great to just have them there, not only as sponsors, but as great friends as well. It's almost got kind of a barbershop feel to it. Like you, you walk in, but and, and what I mean by this is like, you know, that's kind of where everyone goes to to hang out. In the sense of like, you go there to pick up something, and you happen to run into three people you know in the community, and you're what intends to be a five minute in and out trip to go get something. 
you've then spent an hour, hour and a half, you know, talking to the staff, talking to the owners, talking to the cyclists in the community that happen to come in who also want to do a quick trip to pick up something, but everyone knows everyone. So you end up chatting. And I think that that kind of just like slow down community barbershop feel is what I love most about it. Yeah. You can't be in short North and not go see what's going on at paradise garage. <laughs> and you and can't just be knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the gold sprints, which just recently happened. Let's talk about it. what happened to LGS gold sprints. A lot of fun. I think the last gold sprint I did was in March of 2020, right before our training camp. I had never participated in a gold sprint before, and it was it was so much fun that it's it stuck in my mind so hard that I knew I wanted to host one eventually. We started it as a way to fundraise for the team. We haven't had any opportunities to fundraise over the last couple of years. We wanted it to just be this super chill, chill in the sense of like not being strict on rules, but we also knew we wanted it to be really rowdy. Um, and I think we accomplished both of those things just through like having having good music, good food, good drinks, and a good space. Resounding success. The gold <laughs> a ton of fun. Now, Megan, I remember being at the last gold sprints with you at Brioso. How did this compare? <laughs> it looked like you had a ton of ladies there, probably a lot on the team, right? We had a lot of ladies from the team. I want to say registration was pretty even with maybe a couple more in the the NAR men's non-bi category. And the competition was was tough and they were fierce, but also fun. Every everyone came in with their game face. And, and then when the race was over, we were we were all friends again. It was it was phenomenal to watch. And I think my favorite was the junior that joined us. She shocked me. She had little legs of fury. She beat my ass. I lost. <laughs> To her, she killed it. <laughs> and she like she barely fit on the bike too, which I think was 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 just the most phenomenal part of it was that she came in, she wrecked it, and then moved on in the bracket. And then just the overall energy, I think, and the supportiveness of of all of it. I mean, we had all walks of life on those bikes coming in and helping us raise funds and just have just having a good time. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, we had. People walk in from off the street. We had boyfriends and girlfriends and kids and moms and dads show up. It was it was a lot of fun. Yes. Oh, it was so much fun. So that was my first gold sprint and it was actually really amazing. Again, first one that I've been to and I was even telling my friends about it that weren't, you know, in cycling, but they they sounded like they wanted to come and enjoy the party and just have fun and I think a lot of people like going to the gold sprint because it's for fun it's not you can have a fun and friendly competition but you know it's a really high speed with adrenaline and it could be next to your best friend or someone that you know you do think as a competitor but after that you just get off the bike and you you know drink and hang out with friends and great music um i know dan was there djing <laughs> so in the contest prizes you know we give those out and those were really fun it's just a great environment and there was a lot of a lot of great people there too and i was actually surprised of how many people showed up just because of you know we're so low-key here in columbus ohio but i'm glad that 
you know, those that got out and we shared the world, the word and, you know, Paradise Garage did a great job hosting it along with the Leading Art Shredders. So, but it was, it was awesome, awesome event. And I hope to have plenty more coming up. The other events have been going on recently this year. One of the things that you guys have been really participating in is a Combo's Women Crush Weekends. Can you talk about that? Melanie and Denise have, have been doing a fantastic job with our involvement on the mountain biking side of things. They got our involvement in with, with Combo and we were able to support them in a couple of events in exchange for some advertising with getting our names in the titles. But, you know, the most important part is making sure that these events and these series and these rides are, are available and having that community support to make these things available. So unless we step up to to help and other groups step up and and we all come together to make this happen, it creates a much more wholesome event. I just love the natural feel of combo coming up with these. It doesn't feel forced, which I think is my favorite my favorite thing uh, about it. And there's a very energetic attendance to it. You know, all, all I'm hearing about is the combo events coming up and 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 the number of women who are talking about it is is really exciting. This is definitely the year of mountain biking. They're doing campouts and rides over the weekends at mountain bike parks. I think the most recent event was Horns Chill. And Horn Horns Hill Mountain Bike Park is can come off as being kind of aggressive or gnarly and something that, you know, as a super duper novice mountain biker myself, wouldn't be, that wouldn't be at the forefront of my mind to try, but it's made more presentable by having an event like Horns Chill that provides route options for more novice racers. And, and then that introduction allows you to realize that like, okay, you know, I can do this. I can accomplish this. There's, there's, there are support groups for this to to help you be more confident with with these with these rides and these races and yeah I think they also did um a couple of yoga yoga sessions as well you know kind of just off the bike opportunities to meet each other and do something fun oh I was just gonna throw in that um, I think it was our most recent training camp and Megan let me know if I'm incorrect here but for the first time we had both road and mountain bike at training mm-hmm. camp and it worked out so well. It was a lot of fun. So we're going to continue it at our upcoming training camp here in about a month. We have a bunch of mountain bikers and we have some teammates that are coming and they're bringing both their bikes. They're bringing their road bike and they're bringing their mountain bike. So we're going to get some road riding in. We're going to get some mountain biking in probably at Brown County State Park and some surrounding areas. So it's just a lot of fun. You know, sometimes you don't have the opportunity to spend as much time with folks that ride a different discipline. So training camp is great that the whole team can get together. And honestly, I get really jealous of the mountain bikers because they have so much fun and they get to drink so much beer. (laughs) (laughs) They're way less sweaty and miserable than us roadies sometimes. And it's just always great to, to be able to, you know, hang with the mountain bikers. They're awesome. You know, I think it's, an awesome um you know just an awesome event that they put on but also 
a great opportunity for ladies that usually ride on road or, you know, do other formats of cycling. I, I that, you know, my, it was my first time going to my bike park and, and I had a blast. I, you know, the bike was a little different than what I'm used to riding, but it, you know, to get into form, but I had such a great time with the other ladies on Lady Nar Shredders and there was no pressure, you know, you just go and hang out and do a couple of loops and, you know, it took me some time to get used to, but I really wanted to go because not only to ride with, you know, with my friends on the team, but also to just experience something different other than what I'm doing on the road in cycling. So I, you know, and I want to build, you know, relationships with the mountain bike girls as well and hang out with them. And I think that was my one opportunity that I could go and hang out with them, you know, and not have to rent a, a mountain bike and, you know, go out to like Horns Hill or something. So it was just, it's nice to bond with the ladies. I think that's really the true reason why I go other than riding. Where is the team direction going? I mean, is it... Is it more mountain biking? Is it more gravel? Where is the team going right now? I think this is the year of year for mountain biking. Uh, like I mentioned before, we essentially tripled um, our mountain biking team. There's a lot of chatter about clinic, or um, sorry, there's a lot of chatter about um, criteriums, and I think gravel is still at the forefront of a lot of people's minds. So I think those are kind of the three dominating disciplines right now, but. From what I'm feeling, it's it's still a, still a healthy mixture. I mean, a lot of the ladies cross, are cross discipline. They don't they don't uh, necessarily stick to one thing, and and if they do, then, you know, they're laser focused on that, and that's okay. I mean, I think that it's it's okay to understand your goals and know know what you want to do and where you want to go and what you want to what what kind of experience you want to have with the team, but definitely I think mountain bike and, and, and a lot of, there's a lot of chatter about crits this year. So what makes you currently stoked about the Lady Nar Shredders and bicycles in general? I'm just excited for how the team is growing. That's where my general excitement's coming from. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of team captains who are excited to start events and find participants participation and like Stephanie is doing a fantastic job with getting training camp up and running this year. I never would have been able to accomplish that without her help. She's got so many great ideas about where and when it should be while taking, you know, maybe the team's overall fitness into consideration. I'm I'm so glad we're doing it in Indiana instead of North Carolina this year. It seems like a much more you know, still challenging mm -hmm. training camp, more manageable after the two years of of, of no racing. Yeah, I'm just excited for, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the, the energy that the team has this year to just get back into it. I'm not stoked about this team because I feel like it's growing and it's growing in the most positive and amazing way. I see just a lot of empowerment going on. I know I keep saying that word, but I just with all the ladies on the team, it's awesome to just hear their stories and how they started out in cycling and to bond with them, you know, as we're going on rides or just to bond with them that, you know, just like fun events that we host. 
and just to get to know more of the ladies around here. But I'm just, I'm really excited where LDS is going because, you know, we've taken on so many, you know, opportunities and I, I know there's going to be way more down the road and it, we're just a strong pack, you know, I, and we're, everyone is awesome on the team. You know, it, I definitely consider them my friends and I've met really good friends on that team. And and it's great that we bond so well, but we also are so welcoming to new members. And I just really love that I can wake up and say, Hey, I want to go for a group ride or I want to go for a ride with someone on the team. And I have that friend that I can ride with and, you know, not ride solo. Unless I'm having a really bad week of training or so, and then I'll probably ride solo. But um, I'm just so to, to see more ladies on the team and see our jerseys out there in races and just to meet more more girls in cycling. And I, I really think Megan, as team captain, does a really great job in keeping up the communication and keeping bases on LGS and making sure that everyone is, you know, in good hands and I think building this team of captains and having you know people to reach out to these captains is is great because it's a as you know it's a lot to take on in a team and make sure everyone's doing well and communication and information is being passed around and you know there's there's you know excitement and inspiration and you know I I love being social media captain because not only do I shoot, you know, as a photographer, you know, as my career, but I can incorporate that passion with photography and cycling with these ladies on the bike. And it's just so fun to capture them on the side. And I don't know, it, it, I was really glad to take that position as social media captain, because that was something that I felt like was my place in the cycling world that I knew, you know, I was definitely confident in. and. I want to get the the word out of LGS and I want it to become bigger and better. And, and yeah, like you said, I, I feel like when I started out two years ago, it was back, but then I, I was like, man, these ladies are awesome. Like, let's, let's really showcase this. Like, let's, let's get our name out. Let's get our jerseys out, you know, just having a lot of passion for it. So I was a long-term runner and I used to bike on the side, but it, it wasn't anything like what I'm doing now. And that was back in college. And when I first met Rob, he obviously is very much into cycling and a great cyclist. And, you know, I kind of grew his his passion with mine. And and then I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, it's, it's COVID time. I'm sick of running. I want to try something different. And I think cycling is cool. Like I, you know, I see you guys racing out there and I'm like, wow, this is an awesome sport. I want to be a part of this. So I got my bike at Paradise Garage, my first bike, and she's great. I love her. Upgraded her gears and everything and she's ready to go. And and then I got, you know, when I was on my bike the first time, it felt great. I was like, this is fun and I want to enjoy it. And I, and that's when it started. I have just a small obsession now with cycling. I'm trying not to get it too, you know, too big because I'm already obsessed with other things in my life. But I think cycling is a good thing to be obsessed with because it's it's a great workout and you you know, you're you put your mind to it if you want to achieve more and better things, you can do that or you can just go for a fun easy ride. So that's 
that's why I like cycling and it's, it's fun to understand the bike and understand, you know, routes and just have fun with it. Now I'm really excited about bikes because I understand it now. I, I truly, I was one of those people that would go to race. And I know this is like really, really bad to say, cause I don't ever like to say this, but I, I didn't understand what cycling was as a sport. And then when I got into it, I was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. Like racing. Are you kidding me? This is like extreme cardio. This is a very extremely hard sport. And now I can feel the pain, you know, of just seeing like cyclists racing and, and watching different races. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I understand that. Or, you know, that's really hard work. And I, and I do think just in general, like, you know, for me, I don't think cycling is a super big sport here in Ohio, which kind of makes me sad. I think it's more like football and basketball. And But I, I think cycling is such a great sport that should become, you know, even bigger. I wish it would become bigger in Ohio because there's a, you know, there's so much as a novice that I missed out on. And cycling now is, is just, like all I talk about. <laughs> What's your biking like right now? Uh, what are your focuses? I just got off of a pretty significant break. I took off maybe three, four months from last year just to kind of allow myself to reset. So I'm I'm back in the, the swing of things. I'm kind of starting from, I wouldn't want to say ground zero, but definitely at a base level. And I'm just doing a lot of base miles, some muscle building and just trying to like do a healthy mixture of like road and and gravel right now okay so what's your primary focus then are you doing the long distance stuff again are you focusing more on road or what's the the process we've got some my first race of the year is going to be black fork i'd really like to do the ohio gravel race series this year i haven't gotten a chance to do the entire series yet so i would love to uh i'd love to do that and um that's got some pretty lengthy distances in it anywhere from 50 to 100 100 miles after that i've got a few crits scheduled and i'm thinking about crossing a state this year kind of tossed around the idea of doing crossing rhode island Hmm. and on which is a super short state it's only 24 or 25 miles across so I'm considering just shooting across that. And then uh, I'm tossing around the idea of crossing Pennsylvania, either on my way out to Rhode Island or on my way back from Rhode Island. It feels a little bit more like a home like home base, which I really like, just the, the steadiness of that and having this core group of women to race with and have camaraderie with and learn from and learn with and teach and and all these things it's become its own little little community because i remember going to uh bike races crits cyclocross races and you're watching the women's race and there's a sometimes there's a lot of lady nurse shredders which you know when the team's really um big in a discipline it's a big advantage and you definitely notice it and it, i think it's definitely proved how great your team is we, we're definitely a force <laughs> You know, there's, there's, uh, everyone has lives, you know, the, the whole team or a majority of the team is not able to make every race, you know, mm-hmm. um, there tends to be some races 
that line up with women's, you know, our team members' schedules better. I don't want to say peer pressure, but there are some where we're like, you have to go. So it tends to be more on the forefront of their minds and they can they can plan for it. And so, you know, we all we all work full-time jobs. Um, we have lives, we have significant others, we have kids. The races where we have a large group of women participating is, is very, very special and a lot of fun. Um, just being able to see a whole group of purple roll up to the start line. I'll, I'll admit for red, running registration at Grandview for three years, it was, it's pretty impressive when you're watching the, the women's races and there's, there's a lot of lady nurse shredders. It's, it's really impressive and it definitely shows that you guys definitely at least support the Columbus events for sure. I think Tour de Grandview is one of the um, most exciting ones to attend. Just the, you know, the overall energy of it gets us all really excited to, and it's close to home. It's not far to travel to, works well with everyone's schedules. You can drop in for a half an hour if you want. You can drop in for just your race if you want. So that's just a recipe for success with, you know, time, location, overall knowledge. And the best part is it's back this year. It is. So excited about that. We're going to be posted up at Corner One again, I hope. If you could say or describe what about cycling keeps you still interested in it? You know, you've been doing this for years. What about cycling makes you want to still come back? I mean, is it the racing? Is it, or is it just the riding, or is it the camaraderie? It's the it's the community that keeps me involved. Absolutely, I'm naturally competitive, and I think we have a team of naturally competitive women. We go out to race, and then we can sit and we can talk about it. Or we can come up with new goals based on the outcomes of that of that race, and being able to be competitive in such a healthy environment is is what keeps me coming back to it and if i'm not feeling up for racing then every you know everyone on the you know everyone on the team still wants still wants to ride it's not racing 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 all the time which keeps things very very healthy so you're able to take that break slow down and still have a community community to be with so in a lot of ways it's not so much a race team anymore it's a family it is a family and we're a family of racers we still have the requirement you, know, we, you do have to accomplish three races a year and a volunteer and and two other participations as the standard. So we don't want to we don't want to lose that aspect. We still want to have some racing aspect to it. We're not placement based. It's not a placement based team. You don't you don't have to be on the podium to stay on the team or anything like that. It's it's strictly participation based, which I think helps create that more uh, family feeling. I, I don't want to keep you forever, but I'm just wondering. I want to take a second just to mention Eric Peters from Erg Cycling. He's our other sponsor for our team, and he's been really supportive in getting our ladies fit for all of their different adventures. So just wanted to shout out to Eric and thank him for, for his support on that. Right. Well, thank you, Megan, for joining me today. Any last? Definitely. Yeah, thank you, Eric, and thank you to the community for all the ongoing support and and you know group rides that are going on. And keep keep all of it up, and let's have a let's have a safe and fun and competitive year. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Stoke Don Spokes podcast. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, rate us, and tell your friends about it. 
Check out our Patreon page for additional bonus content. And follow our Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on all the things we are working on. Until next time, just keep rolling.